0: What's going on, everybody? It's Monday, November 7th, and this is the College Football Daily. I'm your host, Nick Costco, and we have a big one here today as LSU gets the massive upset over Alabama at home. It changes everything in the SEC. It could change a lot of things in the college football playoff race as well. To help me break it all down is Glenn West from our LSU site, Go247. Glenn, thanks for joining me, man. This is actually pretty bonkers because no one really saw this coming for LSU at the start of the season, when they lost to Florida State on opening night, so before we dive into the bigger picture stuff, I got to ask you—I mean, your instant reaction from Saturday night's game against Alabama, I mean, a two-point conversion to win. I mean, that was just absolutely epic for the Tigers to beat out, beat out the Crimson Tide.
2: Yeah, I mean, if you even go back three weeks when LSU played Tennessee, um, that that looked like a program that was, you know, a a good ways away from being able to compete in these kinds of games. And it speaks to just the the trust, the effort, the process that these players are buying into with Brian Kelly now. Uh, You've seen some really big strides made in all those departments in really the last three weeks. Uh, and month of the season, uh, just a tremendous, tremendous atmosphere, a tremendous night. Had the pleasure of being on the field for the final five minutes of that fourth quarter and overtime. And man, I can just tell you, I've never seen an atmosphere quite like it. It's it's extremely unique when these two teams play uh, and when they're playing for something. Uh, and LSU hasn't had a win like this over them uh, in in that kind of meaningful way in really 12 years. So it was a you know a 12 year kind of in the making process for them uh they they pull off a, a magnificent final play there uh you know aggressive play I mean that's one of the things we wanted to see from LSU really all season is when they get in those tight situations do you want to you know play for the extra time or do you want to go for the win and LSU goes for the win at home uh, and creates a really unforgettable moment in Baton Rouge
0: so I was going to save my Brian Kelly questions for later but you just mentioned that two-point conversion I mean he said after the game as well that you know they wanted to go for it there I mean were you a little surprised that they went for two in that first overtime period you know they're down by one Alabama scores first in that overtime period and you're like all right what do you do now then all of a sudden they go for two they get it and then Alabama's walking up the field wow he just lost our second game and LSU's like wow we just beat Alabama I mean were you shocked at Brian Kelly saying you know what let's go for the win right now
2: You know, I I wasn't all that shocked. I mean, at the end of the fourth quarter, uh, keep in mind, LSU had about 22 seconds left, I think, to really kind of maybe get two or three plays in and try to see if they could do anything with the field there in the fourth quarter. And they played it safe. They played for the overtime play. And so, you know, maybe from that perspective, it it maybe was a little bit surprising to see them uh, go for that two-point conversion there because it just wasn't in their DNA uh, to go for that, that, you know, fourth quarter, you know, kind of end of the game, End all be all kind of performance, but man, it was uh, it was a great play call. I mean, you know, they 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 set up their two outside receivers there uh, to essentially act as pickers and you know allow Mason Taylor to kind of come underneath uh, you know the tight end and uh, Daniels puts a good ball on him and and the freshman true the true freshman makes a huge play and that was a uh, a big big sign I think for really everyone that was in attendance to see some of these freshmen really get a a huge huge uh, opportunity to make an impact in this game but you know I I would say that you know it was maybe a little bit surprising to see them go for the two but then again I mean they were in a position of Man, like they—they they just had—they had all the momentum. You could just see it. You could see that their momentum was shifting. I think it was an out—you know—they outcoached them for for much of that game, uh, which is something you haven't been able to say about many LSU teams in the past. They've never been able to really crack that Nick saving code, uh, and they were able to do so uh, last night. So
0: I want to talk about quarterback Jaden Daniels, of course, the Arizona State transfer. I mean, he was great as a freshman with the Sun Devils, kind of leveled off over the last couple of years. You know, had his moments, but you know, up and down, didn't quite reach the heights of his freshman year, and then even earlier this year it's like you saw the flashes again but he never really put it all together but in recent weeks he really has and then he must have just put on i don't know what he did last night he put a superman cape on on saturday night i mean it's unbelievable to watch him play now and what what does it say about Jaden daniels i mean he had an absolute superstar moment against alabama
2: yeah, we've seen it the last three weeks. I mean, it started with Florida, continued into Ole Miss. Um, you wanted to see that, you know, con- continuity continue uh, against Alabama, an opponent that LSU's really struggled with in the past. And you know, Jaden was was absolutely fantastic, particularly in the fourth quarter and overtime, uh, just putting the team on his back. Really, I mean, that twenty-five yard run in overtime, uh, and really the thirty-one yard run in the fourth quarter uh, that set LSU up in really good field position to make that final touchdown in the fourth quarter. Those were just two huge massive plays uh, in this game and and he was doing it with his legs I mean we've seen him do it with his legs before but not really in those big moments you know he's he's been able to really kind of just utilize his skill set his mobility it's really second to none I think LSU knew coming in that Alabama's had trouble with mobile quarterbacks and so you could tell early on they were designing a lot of RPOs for him getting his feet wet uh, and and, and really trying to use you know kind of beat this Alabama defense with his legs because you know look Bama has a really stout pass rush, and you know you need to be able to have a quarterback that can escape those situations. So, uh, just a really magnificent performance. I think it just adds to the to the legend that Jaden Daniels is. I mean, he, I wouldn't put him in the the Burrow tier yet, but he's having that kind of impact on this team right now, and it's a really pleasure sight to see.
0: Yeah, unless they uh, go on a run to win a national yep. title, I'm sure the, the the Joe Burrow impact is uh, of course reserved just for Joe Burrow. But uh, uh, we'll, we'll talk more about Brian Kelly. And what this does moving forward. We'll let's step aside. Take a quick break first. This is the College Football Daily on Twenty Four Seven Sports. So talking about bigger picture stuff, Glenn, it's interesting with LSU now. This win sets them up pretty nicely, and of course we have to wait till Tuesday for the college football playoff rankings to come out. They were number 10 going in with the first uh, edition of rankings, which is a little surprising to some people, but obviously the win over Alabama probably justified that top 10 ranking. So maybe top six, top five, we'll see what the case is now for LSU. But, I mean, talk about Brian Kelly, and this is a guy who just took over this year coming over from Notre Dame. Again, we mentioned it before the top of the show, slow starts of the season, lost to Florida State, and you're like, oh, great, this guy's going to be in over his head. It's going to be year two or year three before it really comes together. But now they're 7-2. and two. They're going to be within the top eight, at least in my opinion, when it comes to those CFP rankings. I mean, what does this do for Brian Kelly right now? I mean, what can you say about the job that he's done so far? Uh, through nine games in his tenure,
2: it's been a pretty quick turnaround. One that I, I don't think many expected, it, it, even here locally. When we thought they might be a pretty decent team, um, you know, just you know, on paper their roster looked pretty solid, but. I think the the thing that really stands out the most is the is the buy in that he's got from these players really over the last month. I mean, uh, the coaching staff called a terrific game last night, but it starts with the players on the field. You know, buying into what you're preaching, and so you know those guys have done a tremendous job of taking those lessons, taking the practices. Um, you know, Coach Kelly talks really often about not winning the game on Saturdays; you win it throughout the week of practice uh, leading up to the game. And LSU had two weeks to prepare for this game, and you could tell uh, that two week preparation really came in handy, uh, allowed their bodies to get a little bit healthy, you know, allowed their minds to get right for this final stretch run, and now you're sitting in the driver's seat of the SEC West. I mean, you win these last three games of Arkansas, UAB, uh, and, and, and A&M, you know, you're, you're going to be facing most likely Georgia in the SEC Championship in Atlanta, which is just a, a really incredible sentence that I didn't think I'd be saying here in year one, but, you know, it's a, it's a big credit to Coach Kelly and, and obviously to these players to be pulling off what they have. We'll
0: circle back to the SEC title game, which the same possibility now in just a second, but the recruiting standpoint, I mean, we know Brian Kelly was a great recruiter at Notre Dame. We figured he was going to bring that recruiting prowess down to Baton Rouge, but it almost seemed like it was going to be a wait-and-see approach. Correct me if I'm wrong with Brian Kelly coming into the year, because obviously, again, the season-opening loss was no good. And then, of course, you had to just wait to see what can he do in year one and year two. And plus, you're going against the likes, of course, of Alabama. Obviously, Jimbo Fisher does a great job, at least, recruiting at Texas A&M, Arkansas. And, of course, you look at the SEC East with Georgia, Florida, uh, Tennessee, and so on and so forth. So, I mean, what is it, I mean, what was it like from a recruiting standpoint against Alabama, especially with that win and that atmosphere, as you mentioned earlier?
2: I mean, it all, you know... Paints a picture itself. I mean, look, these, they had, this was the biggest recruiting weekend LSU had, uh, really all season. They had a number of five star prospects in. They had a number of their uncommitted players, uh, in town you know, Desmond Ricks, the, the recently reclassified corner, uh, JV and Toviano, the cornerback the out of the 2023 class, you know, just some really big names that are not committed yet and had a chance to witness, honestly, one of the great experiences you'll ever see in in Death Valley. I mean, that's the the, the magnitude of last night's game. Uh, we, we wrote about it a little bit, you know, in the short term and just what it means for this season. But for the long term, I mean, this sets you up, I think, to have just a really great recruiting pitch to some of these uncommitted guys that are considering your school you know it it, the atmosphere the you know watching true freshmen come in and have such a huge impact between Mason Taylor the two freshman tackles Harold Perkins the linebacker who just really was in Bryce Young's face all night you know recruits see that stuff and they see these guys getting these early opportunities to play and this is still considered a rebuild I mean LSU I don't think thinks they're back yet I mean that was a absolutely program shifting win but I think there's an understanding that a lot of these young guys that they're trying to recruit will have opportunities if they come in and and, and play uh, and, and practice well and, and buy into what they're preaching so you know they'll, they'll have an opportunity to play really early in their careers and that's something you really don't get a whole lot of places and especially at big power five programs like LSU
0: Glenn West of Go 24/7 with me on the College Football Daily. So, Glenn, I got to ask about this SEC title game now, which is, I mean, now they have, now that LSU has the inside track. Of course, you know Alabama with the two conference losses, one to Tennessee, one to LSU. Of course, only one within the division, of course, but it is to LSU. And you know the schedule favors LSU moving forward. You have Arkansas, UAB, which is a non-conference game, then Texas A&M to finish things up. So it looks like on paper right now, you have a 10 and two LSU team going to the SEC championship game against, in all likelihood, Georgia, after their win over Tennessee over the weekend as well. So, I mean, this is basically a two-part question. Was this expected or was there any realm of possibility you thought about LSU making the SEC title game and also two. Now that there is a two-loss team in the mix, it seems like, for the college football playoff, is the CFP actually realistic now for LSU if they are 11-2 and and they beat Georgia for that SEC title?
2: Uh, it's a great theoretical question for part two. I'll start with part one. No, I didn't expect this to be so quick. I mean, you even just go back to like we were talking about earlier, the Tennessee game. This looked like a program that was, you know, capable of having some flashes in the pan, but just looked like it was, you know, a pretty long ways away from, from being able to achieve these kinds of things kind of lofty goals. And, and, and the way that they've responded since then has been nothing short of spectacular. I haven't seen anything quite like it. The, the confidence, the momentum that they're playing with right now—you've obviously got to get through a, a, you know, an Arkansas and an A&M team that are kind of reeling. I mean, this could be a, you know, these could be considered two trap games for LSU, you know, in the regular season now to kind of close this thing out. But you know, kind of answering your your, your second part there—I mean, the, the the playoff is going to have a lot of uh, a lot of interesting decisions to make. I'm going to be really curious to see where LSU lands after winning this game what the college football you know committee thinks playoff committee thinks about this win it certainly feels like a significant shift um for LSU this season but you know I'm just going to be really curious I think they could absolutely you know be in that six seven range uh after this after this weekend and you know if they handle their business and get to that Georgia game everything's on the table. I mean, I, I think you absolutely have to consider LSU a playoff contender uh, if they get through that SEC championship, just because of the, the magnitude of that moment and and the opponent they'd be playing in Georgia.
0: Well, I don't know what kind of party they would throw in Baton Rouge if they're SEC champions, 11 and two, and they're sitting pretty on the selection uh, committee's uh, list. They've for had the success. They've had
2: They've had success against Georgia in that championship game. Each of the last two times LSU's played Georgia in that game, they've won, so you never know. You never know.
0: Nice little tidbit right there, yeah. and of course, last time LSU was in the college football playoff, they went undefeated, defeated Clemson, and Joe Burrow was uh, smoking cigars in the uh, victory lounge after a national tie for LSU. Glenn West with me on the college football day. Glenn, I appreciate you joining me, man. Where can everybody find you and your work on social media and online?
2: Yeah, you guys can follow me on Twitter at GlennWest21. We've got a lot of great stuff. Obviously, a huge weekend for, for LSU in terms of recruiting. We'll be pumping out the content at our Go247 site, uh, so make sure you guys are tuning in. Thanks so much for having me.
0: Absolutely. Go247, the place to be for LSU coverage on the web. I am Nick Costco. You can follow me on Twitter as well, at Nick Costco 59 Of course, follow 247 Sports on Twitter, Instagram, and all of our other social media channels. And be sure to like, share, and subscribe to wherever you get your podcasts for the College Football Daily. Once again, I'm Nick Costco, saying so long. This has been the College Football Daily right here on 247 Sports.